Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Prosecutors are dropping dozens of criminal gun and drug cases. I'm Dick Iuliano. Students in one local school system have almost another year to get a COVID vaccination before they're kicked out of class for not getting their shots. Montgomery County's resolution on anti-Semitism passes unanimously. I'm Kate Ryan. Two o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. North Korea fired at least 10 missiles toward South Korea Wednesday morning local time. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul says an outraged South Korea has now responded with missiles of its own. South Korea's military said it fired three air-to-surface missiles into high seas north of a disputed maritime border between the Koreas. And this was soon after one of North Korea's ballistic missiles flew south of that border for the first time since the Koreas divided. The man accused of attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, was arraigned on Tuesday. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti on what we learned. The criminal complaint describes how DePap, who had a history of pushing far-right conspiracies online, told investigators he was going to hold Nancy hostage and had planned to break her kneecaps if she lied to him. As police arrived early Friday morning, DePap swung the hammer toward Paul Pelosi, saying he was taking the punishment instead. With less than a week to go before the midterm election, President Biden is campaigning in Florida. CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy has that. At a community center halfway between Miami and Fort Lauderdale, the president said his policies will lower costs for seniors, in particular those on Medicare who take insulin. They're not going to have to pay more than $35 a month. Mr. Biden said a Republican-led Congress would target that change and more. They're coming after Social Security and Medicare in a big way. Former Vice President Mike Pence is in Georgia campaigning for Governor Brian Kemp and attacking Kemp's Democratic opponent Stacey Abrams. Joe Biden and Stacey Abrams support policies that have launched inflation at a 40-year high. Charitable donations related to climate change are increasing, says CBS's Jim Crisula. The increase was significant, 25 percent, according to a group called the Climate Works Foundation. Despite the increase, donations to climate-related causes remain a very small percentage of overall charitable giving. The youngest member of the Grammy-nominated rap trio Migos was shot and killed Tuesday outside a bowling alley in Houston. The man known as Takeoff was 28 years old. Fans like Isaiah Lopez are devastated. These are people who aren't going to get to see their families anymore. These are people who aren't going to get to, you know, go home or, like, be there for their fans, all because people are just, you know, so cruel. Former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu holds a narrow lead in national elections in Israel. According to exit polls, anyway, votes are being counted overnight. And Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro still has not conceded the election he lost to leftist Luis Inácio Lula da Silva, but he has authorized his aides to begin the transition process. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 203, Wednesday morning, November 2nd, 2022. It is 59 in the nation's capital. A little cool sign overnight. Lows bottoming out around 50. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following this hour. D.C. prosecutors now dropping dozens of criminal drug and gun cases. The reason? There are now questions about the actions of seven D.C. police officers. 
WTOP's Dick Juliano reports on this action by prosecutors. The U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C. began looking at pending cases after Police Chief Robert Conti announced that seven police officers are under internal investigation for confiscating illegal guns without arresting the individuals who possess the weapons. The prosecutor's office says its review of cases considers factors including burden of proof and likelihood of success at trial. The D.C. police union says the prosecutor's action is an affront because the union says the officers all followed policy and the directions of their police commanders. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to D.C. police for a response. D.C. public schools now say students 12 and older have until next school year to get vaccinated for COVID as part of their requirements to attend class. D.C. Council voted Tuesday to delay the mandate. The original deadline had been January 3rd to give students more time to get vaccinated. Recent statistics show almost half of the city's students still without a COVID vaccination. In a statement to WTOP, Paul Kine, D.C.'s deputy mayor for Public for Education, says they support the council's action to give families and schools more time to comply. But Ken adds that officials know vaccines are still the best way to protect against the virus. It's 2.05. Tensions rose Tuesday at a meeting where Montgomery County's council passed a resolution on anti-Semitism. There is a great deal of emotion in this room right now. We see it and we feel it. Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albornoz used his gavel more than once to call for order during a vote on a resolution designed to fight rising anti-Semitism. All right. um, Thank you so much. At the root of the controversy, concerns by a coalition of groups, including Maryland's Council on American-Islamic Relations, over whether criticism of Israel would be deemed anti-Semitic. Criticism of the Israeli government policies or actions do not constitute anti-Semitism. Critics of the resolution said while the change in language was an improvement, there should have been public hearings and more community dialogue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The Northwestern High School boys soccer team in Prince George's County is out of the state playoffs. This after county officials said the team used an ineligible player during the regular season and playoffs. The school district began to investigate after they got an anonymous email concerning a player on the team. A review showed Northwestern did have an ineligible player as recently as October 28th for a regional playoff game. Head coach Victor Ramirez, a former state senator in Prince George's County, told WTOP his players are devastated by the decision. He says there's no way for him or his coaching staff to know a player's eligibility, ability, I should say, saying that's up to the athletic director to know whether a student is above the required 2.0 grade point average to play. Northwestern won last year's 4A state championship, and they were undefeated this season. The red, yellow, and orange leaves in the trees have been gorgeous, and they may get even better in the days ahead. The fall leaf colors are at their peak this week, and the upcoming pleasant weather is expected to extend the foliage season for a few more days. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill says through the weekend, winds are expected to be light, the weather mainly dry. He says you should check out the leaves soon because this nice weather will not last. There will be a change in the weather pattern in the middle of November that brings occasional cold fronts back into the region, and that will stir up the winds a bit, uh, knock a lot of the leaves off the trees, and bring a cold weather and finally a hard freeze to the nation's capital that will definitely end the season. He said by 95, the leaves may stay until mid-November. 
Ahead after traffic and weather, Democrats hold on the U.S. Senate hangs in the balance next week. A closer look is just ahead. It's 207. It's our duty to support veterans as they transition to their next mission, like Ben, who found his new career at Boeing through the SkillBridge program. We lead and work with some of the most highly motivated and talented people in the country. The SkillBridge kind of helps you translate all that experience. And Kareen, who found her next purpose with the mission continues. Once you get out of the military, you don't lose that sense to want to give and to want to make a difference. Learn more about the programs for veterans and their families at Boeing.com slash veterans. It's 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and back to the WTOP Traffic Center with Rich Hunter. All right, checking for the crash southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, reportedly just south of Powder Mill Road. Looks like the response has gone there, but it is unclear whether or not any lanes are closed. Just be careful coming south of Powder Mill Road, headed down toward Nassau Goddard as a result. Once you clear that area, nothing else anyway, getting down to the Beltway and Greenbelt or even inside the Beltway, headed down toward the district, you're in pretty good shape. Work zone causing a little bit of a slowdown over in Bowie, eastbound Central Avenue between 193 Enterprise Road and Hall Road. Single file left past the work there westbound, headed back toward the Beltway on uh, 214. Nothing else in your way. If you're traveling uh, to and across the Bay Bridge, westbound span remains closed for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. Delays have been brief. And then on 50 westbound, as you head west of Baydale Drive to the beginning of the Seven River Bridge, there you get by the Millingham Paving Project, single file to the left, but as of late, just a brief tap of the brakes there. Uh, Maryland Beltway still working on that long stretch on the outer loop from uh, Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue to a point just beyond the Ritchie Marlboro Road. Still getting by the work, two lanes to the right, just a brief slowdown there. Heaviest volume on the Beltway in Virginia on the inner loop headed north of Arlington Boulevard toward I-66. Single left lane gets you by. The exits to both east and westbound 66 are closed. On the outer loop, headed across the American Legion Bridge toward Georgetown Pike. Single file to the left gets you by there as well. Can't find a new car you're looking for? Try Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron with a, an amazing forecast for the 2nd of November. Storm Team 4 tracking what could be one of the warmest starts to the month of November ever. We're talking about temperatures in the 60s and 70s. After a high of 76 on our Tuesday, I'm going for a high of 69 on Wednesday. Sunshine early, then more clouds in the afternoon. Thursday, a high of 68. Then on Friday, going for a high of 72 degrees with plenty of sunshine. Same deal on Saturday. Plenty of sunshine, but warmer. Going for a high temperature of 77, and we see more of that for the rest of the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. A relatively cool 51 at Fort Belvoir. 59 at Silver Spring. 59 at Foggy Bottom, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 211. Campaign 2022 on WTOP less than a week until Election Day. Democrats fighting for hold of control of the Senate while their majority in the House looks within reach for the Republicans. J. Miles Cole is an associate editor for Sabado's Crystal Ball at the University of Virginia. He joins Sean and Hillary to talk about the biggest races he's watching in both chambers starting in the Senate. Probably the biggest race is Pennsylvania. We have that as leaning dead Democratic right now at the Crystal Ball. But if there's any late Republican momentum, look out for Dr. Oz to end up pulling that race off. Nevada as well, out west is 
going to be a toss-up state. Uh, the early vote there is looking good for the Republicans. In Georgia, this could be another Senate cycle where we have a close race there that goes to a runoff to maybe even decide control of the whole chamber. In the House, many observers think Republicans are in a strong position to flip it. What do you think? Yeah, that's, you know, that's basically where we are. In fact, if you look at our ratings at the crystal ball, as of last week, we have Republicans favored in 218 seats, which is the bare minimum needed for a majority. And that's before you even factor in our toss-up races, which they could win a lot of those as well. So I think the question at this point is more, you know, how big is the Republican majority going to be? Let's talk about the local congressional race that's been in the sharpest focus here in our region. Democratic incumbent Abigail Spanberger against Republican challenger Yesley Vega in that newly drawn 7th district. It's gotten nasty. How do you see it playing out? Oh, yeah. Not only is it nasty, but it's very expensive as well. You know, this is the second cycle in a row where Spanberger has had to raise over $8 million, you know, huge amount. You know, we still have it as leaning towards Spanberger just because she has done a lot of things right. You know, she comes across as very bipartisan, but it's a very marginal district as well. If Republicans have a good enough night, you know, I talked earlier, a bare majority in the House is 218 seats. If Vega wins, I think Republicans have maybe over 230, so they're going to have a decent majority if Vega pulls off that race. J. Miles Coleman is associate editor of Sabato's Crystal Ball at UVA. Just ahead, after traffic and weather, or actually traffic and weather in about uh, five minutes, coming up on WTOP, a rematch for the 2018 Stanley Cup Final goes poorly. Game three of the World Series also straight ahead. Details with Rob Woodfork. It is 213. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash womenfirst. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. 214. Every year, sudden unexpected infant death claims the lives of 3,600 babies, and it can happen in an instant. He was just like face down. I feel like so helpless in that moment. Soft mattresses, pillows, blankets, and stuffed animals can cause sudden unexpected infant death. The safest place for your baby is in a crib with nothing but a firm, flat mattress. For more about how to create a safe sleep environment for your baby, visit firstcandle.org forward slash safe sleep. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to WTOP.com slash alerts. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
215, the update from Rob Woodfork. The Capitals have lost three of their last four games, including two straight in overtime after falling 3-2 to the Vegas Golden Knights. Charlie Lindgren had 28 saves in his first home start as a Capital, but in defeat. Yeah, I think it's extra frustrating just because I thought we played well enough to get the two points, especially on the back end of a back-to-back against a really good team. We put ourselves in a really good spot, and I think that's what stings the most is knowing that we were really close to getting to. The already injury-riddled Caps lost Beck Malenstein to an upper body injury. In Game 3 of the World Series, the Phillies pitched a 7-0 shutout of the Astros to take a 2-1 lead in the series using a long-range barrage of five home runs, all of them off Lance McCullers to set an undesirable World Series record. There were an NFL record 10 deals done at the trade deadline, and Washington got in on that action by sending corner William Jackson to Pittsburgh along with a seventh-round pick in exchange for a sixth-rounder in next year's draft. Ron Rivera explained to NBC Sports Washington's J.P. Finley what happened with last year's prized free agency edition. We didn't find the fit that we were hoping to find. We were looking for a guy that had a specific skill set that could understand the match coverages and play the match coverages the way we do with everybody else. And he struggled with it because he really is a man coverage type guy. So along the lines during our evaluation process, we were wrong. And it was an expensive mistake, paying Jackson $24 million for 16 underwhelming games in which he was credited with more penalties 11 then passes defense 10 rob woodfork wtop sports this is wtop news top stories we're following this morning on wtop new court filings reveal the man charged with breaking into house speaker nancy pelosi's home meeting her husband and seeking to kidnap her told police he was on a suicide mission he also told them of his plans to target other california and federal politicians if you asked for a mail-in ballot in montgomery county check your email inbox and your spam folder election officials say people who get the email ballot will need to print it out fill it in, sign the voter's oath, and mail it back to make it count. We now know the name of the 14-year-old shot to death in southeast D.C. on Halloween night. He was Antoine Manning. He was found on Bernie Place southeast Monday evening. D.C. police have no word yet on a suspect or on a motive in that shooting. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It is 2.17 the Smithsonian's Hirshhorn Museum and Sculpture Garden has selected an architect for the final phase of its revitalization. Skidmore Owings and Merrill and Seldorf Architects jointly developed a modernization plan for the museum's interior and plaza. The Hirshhorn will upgrade galleries and public spaces in this third phase of the renovation, which follows a facade upgrade and the Sculpture Garden renovation. Museum Director Melissa Chu said in a release that the museum's annual attendance has increased 40% since 2017 and the revitalization of the campus prepares the Hirshhorn for the coming century. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rich Hunter's in the traffic center. All right, traveling southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, south of Powder Mill Road. Uh, the crash with response on scene believe they have the right lane blocked now, so be careful there. If you're traveling on the Beltway in Virginia on the interloop, just after the exit for Gallows Road, police action ties up the right side there. Stay left to get by. Just a brief tap of the brakes. Beyond that, you run into the work zone between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, where you're down to a single left lane to the work zone. And keep in mind the exits to both westbound and eastbound 66 are closed. You're diverted to Route 7 to work your way back. On the interloop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike, still getting by the work there. Single file to the right. Outer loop. Beginning in Montgomery County, after River Road, extending across the American Legion Bridge, 
through the bridge for Georgetown Pike over the Beltway. Getting by that work zone, single file to the right. You do have access to the exits for both the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike. That ramp remains open as part of that work. And then on the outer loop, the exit ramp to go west on 66, closed by the work zone. There you're diverted to Arlington Boulevard as a result. If you're traveling in the district, DC 295 North, as you head uh, toward Eastern Avenue, the work zone blocks the left lane of three for now getting by without delay. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A simply splendid forecast now from Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We've got some great weather over the next couple of days. Now we are going to see more clouds on our Wednesday. Sunshine first and then clouds during the afternoon. Look for highs in the mid to upper 60s. On Thursday, going for high temperature once again, mid to upper 60s with more sunshine. Friday, a high of 72 degrees and a very warm Close to a record, actually. High of 77 on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Unreal. By the water in Annapolis, it's 60 degrees. It's 58 in Bowie, 57 in Leesburg. And it's all brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP. Where D.C. ranks among the best places to retire. I'm Shana Stulen. It's 221. When you hire your local Serta Pro painters, you get the power of a cut above. Decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you live and probably like the same pizza place you do. Put the power of pro to work for you today. Get your project started at SertaPro.com. Each CertiPro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. For federal cybersecurity professionals, the mission is clear. Defend U.S. government networks, data, and people. As a leading American cybersecurity company, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next with integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify to your IT environment. Explore innovative and advanced cybersecurity options at FortinetFederal.com. That's FortinetFederal.com. 222. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. After spending years in foster care, Lexi worried that she and her brother were too old to be adopted. Thankfully, the siblings were adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. I love teenagers. To see how brave Lexi was and how she opened herself up to being in a family, all of a sudden, she's holding my hand and calling me mom. It was really special. Every child no matter their age, deserve to grow up in a safe, permanent home. Children at every age experience challenges. Teenagers are more complex than young children, but in the best ways. You're never too old for family. Learn how you can help children still waiting to be adopted from foster care at DaveThomasFoundation.org. This is WTOP News. It's 223. Despite a multi-million dollar investment, an online tutoring service not being used by that many Fairfax County public school students. That according to a new report from the Office of Research and Strategic Improvement. Students have free access to Tutor.com. It started last spring, but only a tiny fraction of them have used it. 
The report also shows many students with the greatest need are not using the service. The partnership expected to cost the school district more than $2 million in each of the next two years. It's being paid for by stimulus money. Thinking about a place to retire? There's a new list out that might help. D.C. is nowhere near the top. Here's WTOP's Shana Estulin. Fairly low, 82nd out of 150 of the largest metro areas in the U.S. At the top of the annual U.S. News and World Report ranking, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania and Florida really dominated the 2022-2023 list of best places to retire. And that is different from past years when it was really Florida. Emily Brandon of U.S. News says it's because of housing affordability in the Keystone State, something retirees were especially concerned about this year because of inflation. Housing costs in D.C. are very high. Perhaps out of reach for a lot of retirees on a fixed income. They also factor in taxes and access to quality medical care. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Baltimore ranked 57th on that list. It's 224. There's a growing problem in the workforce. It's raising concerns for employers across the country. For the first half of this year, worker productivity dropped by the sharpest rate since 1947. Taylor Telford, who covers corporate culture for the Washington Post, tells WTOP about what might be causing the decline. There's a lot of possible reasons that range from kind of burnout. We've seen a lot of people kind of reassessing the way that work fits into their lives and just generally feeling really exhausted by all of the demands of the pandemic the past few years. But there's also some economic reasons that might be weighing on it, like the toll of inflation making things a lot harder for businesses to get things done. Telford says the drop is perplexing because there was a major boom in worker productivity at the beginning of the pandemic. The secretary whose blog about cooking all of Julia Child's famous recipes that led to a best-selling book and popular movie has died. Julie Powell set out to cook every recipe in Child's legendary Mastering the Art of French Cooking. The blog, which became the memoir Julie and Julia, 365 Days, 524 Recipes, One Tiny Apartment Kitchen, chronicled her success and failures and her growing admiration for the creator of public TV's The French Chef, both in her technique and way of life. That was the basis for the 2009 movie starring Meryl Streep and Amy Adams. Powell's death, reported by reportedly caused by cardiac failure, confirmed Tuesday night by her husband. Julie Powell was 49. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. First trading day in the month of November, the Dow lost, although just 80 points. United Airlines pilots have rejected a new contract offer that included 15% pay raises. Delta's pilots are threatening a strike. Pfizer's antiviral Paxlovid saw sales top $7.5 billion last quarter. Jose Andres has changed his company's name from Think Food Group to Jose Andres Group, reflecting much more than just a chain of local restaurants. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian markets trending mostly higher. The Nikkei floundering a little bit, still off about 16 points, but Shanghai is ahead 36 points. The Hang Seng taken off. It's up 372 points. Just ahead on WTOP after traffic and weather. The U.S. Capitol Police Chief calls for more resources to help protect lawmakers. On Capitol Hill, great, I'm Mitchell Miller. Great to have you along on this Tuesday, on uh, this Wednesday morning. It's 226. Tis the season to get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price plus an extra 20% off virtual everything. Yes, it's happening next weekend, November 11th through 13th. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings.